Did y'all see the Coco trailer? Just now. <laughs> yeah, Heather watched it just now. <laughs> I saw it this morning. What did you think? I forgot Pixar was doing this movie. I was I'm so focused on Cars Three and Incredibles Two. I forgot all about Coco. I didn't, and probably so did the world. I didn't know that I they were didn't doing know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It looks cool. It looks like it's gonna be very colorful. Yeah. I oh, like absolutely. That kind of yeah. Dia de los Dia de los Muertos feel. I got a very big like book of life feel from it. Like it, it looked really familiar. Like the fact that it was gonna be you know based around music because the main character in Book of Life is a musician. Yeah. You know? And then suddenly he goes into another realm and it's filled with skeleton people. You know. So that's the, it's probably gonna be great. But I'm it's hoping very it's going to be at least slightly different. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of similar aspects. Yeah, I think it's the same thing because it's uh, it's both based on Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. which is a which is like doing a movie based on like the Derby. No, I was thinking of another like holiday, like doing something based on like St. Patty's Day. Yeah, because it's Friday. Woo! Yeah, you know uh, the Keep Austin Weird shirts. Yes. I got a shirt that says Keep Springfield Weird, like from The Simpsons. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's green. I'm so excited to wear that joint on Friday. Good work. Yeah, I am. Awesome. Do you want to do the thing? Yeah, let's get into this. Welcome to another episode of Disney Versus, where everything the light touches is our kingdom, and that shadowy place, that's DreamWorks. We don't go there. (laughs) This is the podcast where we have animated discussions about animated movies. I'm your host, Tori. I'm Grace. In studio, we have Heather. What's going on, Heather? Hey, I'm in a pantry. How many times do we have to tell you? This is a studio and not a pantry. (laughs) Bitch, I live here. I know exactly what room this is. You're in the illusion. Do you have Oreos? (laughs) We have some Oreos. We have Oreos in the kitchen. We keep our Oreos in different spots. We keep our Oreos within reach. (laughs) Man just got off the rails fast. (laughs) So uh, what are we here for? Today we decided to have a conversation about The Lion King. Last episode we talked about how uh, Donald Glover and James Earl Jones had been cast in the remake that... John Favreau is directing in a couple of years. So we decided, hey, let's just go ahead and fan cast the whole thing because we were itching to nerd out about who should be who. So Donald Glover is older than I expected for that role. Yeah. And kind of an odd pick. My question is, is it going to be, so it's live action, are they going to be in lion costumes or is it like... Lion King in the city. I'm thinking they're going to do exactly what they did with the Jungle Book. I haven't seen the Jungle Book yet. In the Jungle Book, it's basically just the story of the Jungle Book. Mm -hmm. And there's no... Like, there's Mowgli. 
and then he's talking to animals the whole time who are CGI people. Like, it's all oh. CGI except for Mowgli. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. They're no humans. That's what I was thinking, too. They're no humans. And if this thing is all CGI, it could pretty much be nominated for Best Animated Picture. Potentially. Because it's all visual. It'll all be visual effects. If it's good. But... The background will be, like, it'll be in live settings. No, that's another thing about the Jungle Book. He was in a studio. Like, everything, like, the water, oh. he was just, like, in water. Every, all the backgrounds, like, everything was fake. But that Unless make he it needed animated. to, like, interact with a tree. It makes it... Com- Computer generated. Yeah. Which is the same thing. No, but CGI isn't categorized with animation. For awards. Why isn't it? I mean, it's, it would just be the first of its kind because it's basically all Pixar movies are. I don't think it would be. We'll agree to disagree. Okay. Um, do you think John Williams will come back and do the music? And Elton John? Who? John no, Williams. Hans Zimmer. <laughs> do you think Hans Zimmer and Elton John will come back and do the music for this? <laughs> That'd be funny if John Williams did it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Hans Zimmer. No, no offense to to this movie, but I feel like if John Williams did this, he'd be it'd be him like slumming it. Hey, John Williams, what are you doing doing a Disney movie? Come on, bro. <laughs> Shouldn't you be doing like Star Wars twelve? Come on. They'd only be on episode eight. In two thousand nine. In two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. I mean, it is twenty seventeen. Oh shit! That is soon. God. That's oh. in two years. Don't have to wait that long at all. I wonder, I imagine that we'll get some modern pop version of Circle of Life, and I wouldn't be surprised if Elton John is a key player in that, but then there's also, or like, um, the song that he actually sings in. Can You For The Love Tonight? Yes. I think he has, like, a version of all the five songs on, like, the soundtrack, but Circle of Life and Can You For The Love Tonight are the ones that people listen to the most like i hate his version of just can't wait to be king i don't like that song to begin with so yeah. <laughs> um but i wouldn't be surprised if like ariana grande or some pop artist katie perry Dude, that'd be cool Don- katie perry donald glover is absolutely gonna do something just letting y'all know like he yeah. has to can he sing freaking- though yes no but i've I mean- not heard his like most recent album that's like all he does oh well I actually haven't heard it. So. No. Do you think there should be singing? Like Jungle Book, there was kind of singing. Like they did I Want to Be Like You. And then they did be like Bare Necessities. Bare Necessities was okay. Christopher Walken singing I Want to Be Like You. Christopher Walken was in this? Yeah, he was King Louie. Man, I should watch this. I'm not a big fan of Jungle Book. Oh, this was good. I'm not I'm not a fan either, but this was really good. I saw it like four times. In 3D, that's the thing. It's not, really good in 3D. I'm not sure if that says more about you or the movie. Moving on. <laughs> Do you want this to be shot for shot? Like it looks like Beauty and the Beast is going to be? No, because I was thinking about it, and I, can't, I don't want to get into Beauty and the Beast before we talk about it, mm-hmm. but looking at Maleficent and Cinderella and The Jungle Book and those were super successful i think because they weren't shot for shot yeah cinderella 
kind of was shot for shot, but they, you know, they yeah. pushed and pulled with the story to embellish stuff. Like, the difference between the animated and the live-action version is, you know, we got to see her mom, mm-hmm. and we got to see her dad. Like, we got to see her before the stepsisters and her stepmom fucked up her life. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And Maleficent was about Maleficent. And Sleeping Beauty just happened to be there. <laughs> so do you think it should be shot for shot? I No, I don't think it needs to be. I think I, there's some part of me that thinks it would be really cool. But I don't think I would watch it again and again if it was shot for shot. Does that make sense? Yeah, I would just watch you know the original if it was shot for shot. Yeah. I need something new out of the story. Yeah. Um, because I don't, think, I, I don't think they're going to improve... I don't think the story is going to be improved by it being live action. So I think it's an interesting idea. I kind of don't think Beauty and the Beast is actually going to be exactly shot for shot like the previews that we've kind of been fed so far. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I've I've tried to stay away from spoilers on Beauty and the Beast. Like I've tried to stay away from clips outside of trailers. Mm-hmm. But, articles. Yeah, I've tried to stay yeah. away from articles yeah. and interviews. Me too. But I think I think they're taking I think it's gonna be shot for shot. I think it's gonna be like word for word even. Like the one the clips that I have seen, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be word for word. And I'm scared I s I'm scared I'm not gonna like this movie. Okay. But well, we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Um I think they should take um iconic moments. Yes. Like the opening, I'd be fine if they reanimated the opening in 3D. Yes. Yeah, to give it depth. Absolutely. Like you have to have that opening because that's that's one of like the best the best animated sequences. And most iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that's a scene that needs to be like really the whole circle of life sequence could say the same for me, and it's a great homage. Um, Yes. I think. You could change up Mufasa's death a little bit. Spoiler alert, Mufasa dies. Um, What? (laughs) I think you could change up the elephant graveyard. That'd be cool. It's a cool sequence, but you could could easily do some other chase scene there. That Mm -hmm. could be interesting. I kind of want them to go a little darker. Yeah, with the, with the plot, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. They could and go I darker. think go dark just a little bit. I think like because it's already kind of meh, like it's already kind of. I think that's like, something that's kind gray, of missing from my the cast that I've drawn up. Is there are a lot of comedians? <laughs> and I yeah. and I think some of them have the ability to play that really dark side, um, mm-hmm. but it's also a little it's a little bright. So we'll see. I'm I'm in, mm-hmm. interested to see what you say what you put forth i don't think i have enough comedians i think mine is i have people who can do funny who have done kind of funny in the past Mm -hmm. but i think i think i went completely serious i don't think i have enough stage actors oh but well let's jump into it let's get into it we talked a little bit about simba adult simba as donald glover He's already been cast. He's already. I like it. Yeah. He's super popular, and mm-hmm. he's that. Donald Glover will get people in seats, I think so, and he has he's 
he's cool and charming enough to be a different version of Simba than Matt- Matthew Broderick, who was the original voice mm-hmm. of adult Simba. And I know that you were like worried about like his age um, earlier, mm-hmm. but his his voice is is pitched high enough to where it you won't be able to tell a difference. Like he, like he can kind of do whatever he wants. Like however they want him to sound, he he can he can get it. He can play younger. He can play older. Yeah, not younger as in like kid Simba, but like he can play teen. Yeah, teen teen and adult. You know, I was I definitely I'm I'm deep. I am DBing this as I'm looking, and that's not who I thought this was. So, yeah, like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, we should say, we should say like, their filmography in case people are terrible with names and faces, like Heather. Like me, um, Donald Glover is uh, the creator and star of Atlanta. He's... Formerly the rapper Childish Gambino. Not even formerly, he is presently. He's still. still he's still. He's still he, he dropped an album like earlier this year or like end of last year. Okay, because I had read somewhere that he had stopped going by that. Like the website had been deleted or something. Oh. Like he was transitioning away from that, I think. Gotcha. I don't know about rapper, but I know he's still musician at least. Okay. So. What about Young Simba? For Young Simba, I have Caleb McLaughlin. Oh, me too. Who is the the black kid from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things? So as I was creating this, Simba and Nala were the last people I cast because it's so difficult to think of child actors. Mm-hmm. But I did love Stranger Things, and they are both great and in it i think yes i think his character in stranger things is very underrated he's not we're not paying attention to him most of the time but every scene he's in he's captivating so i think he's probably going to be a very versatile actor he's just very young so we haven't seen that yet and i was thinking along the lines of who could who could grow up to be Donald Glover? Yeah. Like voice wise. That's so real. Like yeah. I could, who could who could I see like Donald Glover was this kid when he was little or he sounded like this kid when he was little. Mm-hmm. And uh, you probably found this out, but I didn't know. This is a coincidence. He started his career by playing young Simba on Broadway. <gasps> oh, it's something so meant to it's be. Perfect. Oh, we have to. Like, they're going to they're going to find this kid. I bet they are going to get this kid and be like, hey, you've done this before come and chill with us for we should for just a day start spamming disney and be like yo you need to figure this out get this kid make this yeah. happen mm-hmm. awesome so what about nala for young nala let's start young nala i went with millie bobby brown also from stranger things okay so i'm a little worried about the rest of our cast do you have her too? yes because i don't have any young actresses i picked millie bobby brown because i couldn't think of anybody younger either who is around the same age mm-hmm. as Caleb McLaughlin. I think it's okay. I that's why I picked her too, but as I was thinking about it, Millie Bobby Brown is also from Stranger Things, and there are moments in her role as Eleven where she is sassy. It's kind of yes. she doesn't have mm-hmm. context for a lot of the social norms in in her new environment um, because she's mm-hmm. been raised in kind of in captivity in a in a facility. Yeah. But there are times when she really finds humor and and kind of pokes fun at the boys. And I think that will lend itself very well to this role. Yeah. 
and she's another person that I'm thinking she will get people to go see this movie, even though as Nala, she might not be in it as much. Yeah. But everybody who has seen Stranger Things or has heard about Stranger Things will be like, oh, she's got a lot of credibility because that's when that show first came out. That's the only thing they were talking about was Eleven and Millie Bobby Brown's performance. So I think that she'd be a good. She's she's going to sell tickets. Yeah. What about adult Nala? Who do you have for adult Nala so I can figure out I, if we have the same list? Um, I, I didn't have a good pick for her. Um, I think for kind of tying in with Millie Bobby Brown, the actress who plays Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones, um, Sophie Turner. Sophie, Sophie Turner. Turner. Yes, that is right. Who's also in X Men? Who's also part. in X Men? Yeah. She plays. What she I, plays Jean Grey in X Men Apocalypse. What too. I worry about is after seeing her in X Men Apocalypse, part of it is the writing for that movie was not good. Oh yeah, the movie's awful. It's such a letdown. But I worry about her versatility, just because we haven't really seen her in, in anything more than X Men and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I'm not. I'm not sold on that pick, but that's kind of wh- who ran through my mind. Oh, I was gonna uh, mention if you watch Game of Thrones for everybody who is listening or whatever. I know Grace does, um, but she. I mean, her character, like the character character development that she's got uh, as Sansa, like that kind of can show it ish. But that's more of just like growing up so uh, yeah i definitely think like we'll have to see i definitely think there's some versatility that's come out of her role so it kind of takes thinking about all six seasons that we've seen Mm -hmm. and there's really some there's some depth there i'm not sure she can play a non-mopey character okay yeah we'll definitely have to see Mm -hmm. and we just haven't we just haven't seen her in anything that has a multi-dimensional personality yet yeah for Nala, I picked Carla Souza from How to Get Away with Murder. She plays uh, Laurel, who's one of oh. the. Oh. Uh, she plays yeah. one of the Keating Five, and I love That's Carla Souza. That's such a good pick because she's such a strong character on the show. Like she, she came into her own, mm-hmm. and she's. I don't know if you've seen the end of season three. I'm not going to no. spoil it, but she kind of takes control at the end of season three, mm-hmm. and she gets kind of fierce the same way Nala is. When she finds uh, Simba, and... Simba in the wild, yeah, and her voice, like her, she could. Ma- I feel like she could match Donald Glover. Yeah, I like that. That's good. And something age-wise that I noticed, I looked up some of these people's ages. Donald Glover's thirty-three, and Carla Souza is thirty-one, so two years apart. Uh-huh. Caleb McLaughlin is fifteen, and Millie Bobby Brown is thirteen, so. It'd still be two years That's apart. cute. That's cute. Didn't do that on purpose. So we already know that Mufasa will be played by James Earl Jones. I really don't think there's any other person that could play that role. I, You could maybe get Morgan Freeman to do it, but it still wouldn't have the weight. Like, if James Earl Jones died. Yeah. Knock on wood, because, right? yo, after right. last year, nobody is safe. Right? How old is James Earl Jones? He's 86. Oh my gosh. Right? Just just hold on. I was listening to The Lion King earlier, just the voices, because, I mean, I really don't need to watch it to mm-hmm. think of these people. 
like I haven't seen anything that James Earl Jones has been in recently. I mean, he redid things for he redid voice work for Rogue One because Darth Vader's in Rogue One, mm-hmm. and he still sounds like Darth Vader. Yeah. And if I imagine they're recording stuff, they're probably going to do all this either end of this year or next year. Mm-hmm. And I imagine he could still bring it. The good thing is if we're worried about him dying, Mufasa really doesn't have that many lines because he dies so quickly. So we've just got yeah. the opening 20 minutes or so, and then we've got that one sequence by the river or the lake where Simba yeah, sees the, his father the, in the clouds. Yeah, the ghost scene. The Hamlet's father ghost scene. Remember who you are. Who you are. So who do you have for Scar? The second most important character in this whole thing. I have Leslie Odom Jr. Really? Yeah. From Hamilton. Mm. Leslie Odom Jr. plays Burr in Hamilton. He's also been in some commercials. I can't remember what Yeah, he was in a nationwide commercial. What do you think? That's a really that's an interesting choice. So Burr is a really interesting role to begin with. He's got a lot of conflict. And I think we're waiting for this backstory of Scar. And I think he could kind of add some nuance to the kid version of Scar that we've seen in the original animated movie. I also think he's probably got some potential to be a really great evil actor. Oh, yeah. And I think he has... I haven't seen him go super dark. Like, Burr isn't that dark. Burr isn't that but dark. But I think, I think he could do he's it. Nice. I think the room where it happens is the first dark. time I see, like... This guy could fuck some shit up. If he mm-hmm. had enough motivation, if he really wanted to, and I think that could transfer really well to Scar, because Scar's got a pretty cush gig. Yeah. He kind of gets to run his own DreamWorks area. <laughs> <laughs> Scar runs DreamWorks. He runs the part, the dark, That's, that shadowy place. That shadowy place. Um. But for the most part, he stays out of the way. He's not in the limelight. But if he... Yeah, he manipulates everybody. Does yeah, he... but he really yeah. wants to kind of... He resents Mufasa. And I, I think mm-hmm. there... Partially, there are some similarities between Burr and Scar. But I really want to see Scar take some... Like, be really dark. I really want to see Leslie Odom Jr. You want a darker play a Scar? Really, yeah, and I really want to see Leslie Odom Jr. kind of stretch... And be a really evil, dark character. Mm-hmm. So my pick for Scar, I'm changing. Originally, I had Mark Strong. Who's, for who's that? Mark Strong is Lord Blackwood in Sherlock Holmes in the oh the, uh, in the Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes. He's he he has the evil voice. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking after I watched The Lion King today. Scar needs to be manipulative, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't get manipulation. Like, I don't have the, the charm manipulation from Mark Strong, so I'm going to go for an obvious choice and pick Tom Hiddleston, ah! uh, who is Loki ah! in the Marvel franchise. Yes! Because I'm thinking he's, he's British, for one, <laughs> and he can go for the sarcastic, witty, charming evil that you need from scar it's too good i can't it's too good (laughs) i just 
I can't. Like, I almost didn't want to do it. Either him... See, we talked about Idris Elba, about Idris last, Elba. last episode. And But I was thinking, Idris Elba doesn't make sense for Scar for me, but Idris Elba could do Simba for me, oddly enough. Really? Yeah, I think... I think he could do Simba for me because he's got that. If you've watched, I've I've only seen Idris Elba in Luther, and so he's mm-hmm. got that big brooding thing that Simba has. I'm not sure. I think he can be as playful as he would need to be. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on that. But Tom Hiddleston, woof. That's yeah, so good. I had, I had so many different choices. I had four choices for Scar at one point. I had. Mark Strong, I had uh, Keith David, who is the Shadow Man in Princess and the Frog. I was oh. I was trying to find actors who could like stand toe to toe with James Earl Jones vocally, mm-hmm. because James Earl Jones has that deep, booming, attention grabbing voice, mm-hmm. and Scar doesn't really. Scar kind of does too, but I think that's Jeremy Irons. Scar's song is probably my favorite song in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So, is do you think Tom Hiddleston can pull that off, that song, if it stays in? I think he's sassy enough too. Absolutely. I don't know about his like vocal his range pipes, or anything like yeah. that. Like I don't know how he, I don't know how he sounds, mm-hmm. but I definitely think he's got like the sass factor behind it. I think Tom Hiddleston has a better chance than Mark Strong. Okay. I could see Loki. I could hear Loki. I will stop calling him Loki. <laughs> I can. I can hear Tom Hiddleston singing more than I can hear Mark Strong. And then, of course, Burr. Yeah, Leslie Odom totally could sing. Be prepared, dude. I want to see them like duke that out. Like, I want to see both of them audition for that role. Watch well, it be down to them. I bet because what yeah. is? I don't even know what he's doing now. Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, I don't know what his... He's, he's done with Hamilton, obviously. He's, <laughs> yeah, he probably uh, is just taking a break. Uh, and uh, this would be uh, such a... Uh, sorry, she made a joke. <sighs> I, a I just got joke. it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Moving on from that joke. Do you want to go to Sarabi? Yeah, because every king needs his queen. Yeah. Sarabi is the queen and the mother of Simba. I have Angela Bassett okay. as Sarabi because just like Scar, who can go toe-to-toe? Who could you hear regally next to James Earl Jones? I mean, they don't really interact that much throughout the movie except for the scene where Simba wakes up and she's like, your son is awake. And that's really the only interaction verbally they have in the whole movie. Yes. And then we see her... At the end... When she walks to Scar with her head up and the hyenas are all snapping at her, she doesn't really, you know, bat an eye because she's she's got got that swagger. Yeah. I think it's funny, Tori and I were talking about the characters that we were going to cast before we started recording, and he mentioned Serafina, who is Nala's mom, and he said that he had Viola Davis cast as Serafina. I have Viola Davis as Sarabi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. She's she was my second choice. Mm-hmm. The specific image I have in my mind is when Sarabi comes up to Scar 
and they're saying, we, we don't have any food. We don't have any water. We need you to figure this shit out. Like, I have this image of getting away with, or... How to get away with yeah, murder. Of, of her in this power role in a really vulnerable state, but trying to hold everything together. Yo, I have a picture of her. I picture her in Fences. That scene from Fences uh-huh. where... I haven't seen it yet. That everybody see. Oh my God, go see Fences. That scene that they show every time with her yelling at Denzel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's the scene I have in my head. Yeah. Okay, Zazu, I'm really excited about this one. Go ahead. Another change I made for uh, for Zazu, I originally had Paul Bettany, who is Vision from uh, The Avengers. I changed it to Peter Dinklage. Oh. Because... I'm, I'm kind of changing it in my head because Zazu is very doting. He's because he's, you know, the king's number two, basically. Yeah. And I can see I can hear Peter Dinklage. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but in the stuff that I have seen Peter Dinklage's, I've seen maybe two episodes of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But I could see Peter Dinklage being sarcastic with Scar and kind of um, sly mm-hmm. with Mufasa like there's the respect there mm-hmm. but Zazu could also be you know level with Mufasa like they seem like they've been at this for a while because when he says he Scar would make a, a good throw rug mm-hmm. Mufasa's like Zazu <laughs> like can't believe you just said that but you're low-key right can't believe you just said that out loud in public yeah not behind closed doors <laughs> where, I, where I can just laugh out loud yeah Lol. Zazu has he has I feel like Zazu could have a chance to be sarcastic and snarky at the same time. Mm-hmm. Also, y'all keep saying Game of Thrones. Who 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 is he in Game of Thrones? I have a picture, but I don't have his like name. For Peter some Dinklage is Tyrion Lannister. I freaking knew Tyrion. <laughs> okay, cool. Yes, yeah. he also plays Bolivar Trask in X Men First Class. Uh, sorry, X Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. Yes. Dude, he's a smarky motherfucker. Absolutely, Zazu. Yeah, he is. <laughs> right? Sorry. Yeah, I like your pick better than mine. Um, I have our beloved Alan Tudyk. Oh, okay. Yeah, Alan Tudyk has done a bunch of things. He He's done a lot of voice acting for Disney recently. He was in Firefly. Yes. Um, let me pull up. He was Hey Hey in Moana. He was Hey Hey. I just listened to... Oh my god, really? He was that scream? The Nerdist... <laughs> um i just listened to the alan tudyk episode of nerdist podcast the most recent actually it's the only time he's been on nerdist and i love him i feel like he's a very underrated actor and he's kind of been typecast in these side roles yeah so of course why not put him in a side role but Mm. i think he could really bring that witty sarcasm and it would be mm-hmm. a more serious role for him, but kind of in a sneaky way. Uh, Alan Tudyk also voiced King Candy and Wreck-It Ralph. Another role that I forget that he did, he played Sonny in iRobot. Uh-huh. He was also K2SO in Rogue One. Yeah, so he's mm-hmm. he has a lot of voiceover experience. I agree with you. He's very underrated. Yeah. He's very underrated. Yeah, so he's my pick for Zazu. I notice with a lot of these characters, except for Scar and Simba, all of these characters are very side. 
Like they, yes. they are they are the epitome of side characters. They all have one big meaty scene mm-hmm. and then they're relegated to the background. Yeah. Zazu has pretty much I just can't wait to be king and that lead up to it. And we're not doing Nala the fucking Simba. morning report. No, we're not even talking about the morning report. Like Disney doesn't even talk about the morning report anymore because it's been taken out of the musical. Really? Good. Yeah, it's no longer part of the musical, which I am completely okay with. Because fuck that song. I remember watching... It should have stayed cut. Like, seeing the extended edition on accident or something like that. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is this song? This yeah. isn't This isn't in the week. What is, this is terrible. Stop that. It's like watching Beauty and the Beast and when they go into human again. Yeah. Because I no. fucking hate human again. No. Um. What about Rafiki? For Rafiki, I wanted someone who could be silly and then can go from silly to profound like that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to laugh, but in the musical, they made the part of Rafiki into a woman because there weren't a lot of prominent female roles in musicals. Mm-hmm. And I'm sticking with that. And I'm going with Uzo Aduba from Orange is the New Black. She plays Crazy Eyes. I... And she was... Uh, oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. I don't watch Orange is the New Black. Yeah. She's also, I think, Glinda the Good Witch in The Wiz Live. So she has, you know, a little bit of stage chops. Mm-hmm. She, has a, she has a lot of stage chops outside. The Wiz. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Bring that yeah. back. I feel like... I feel like Uzo Aduba could do... Of course she could do, you know, goofy, wacky... But she has some, she has some moments in Orange is the New Black that are just really deep. And I think she could pull that off, especially when she has to convince Simba basically to go back to, not convince her, convince him to go back to Pride Rock, but right before the ghost scene. That's pretty much Rafiki's biggest moment. Yeah. In the, in the movie. Who do you have? I picked Ron Cephas Jones from This Is Us. He's the father. I don't know if you watch This Is Us. I actually don't know who that is. Okay. I haven't seen him in anything else. And I was thinking about Rafiki. A lot of the things that you said, that Rafiki should be regal in some sense, but totally bonkers. Like, he needs to be bad shit. And... In This Is Us, Ron Cephas Jones is um, one of the main characters. He's his dad, but he left him at a fire station when he was young. And they reconnected when um, the father was older, like in his late 60s, early 70s, and he has cancer. He's dying. Um, But he's this brilliant musician, and he's funny, and Tori's looking at a picture of him now. Um, he's tall and skinny and lanky, and I think it kind of, I, I think he could pull that off well, and I think it's, it also adds a new face to a cast of people that are all fairly prominent in today's acting lineup. Yeah. I haven't, he looks the part. He right? He, he kind of looks like Rafiki, especially with the picture that Heather pulled up. Mm-hmm. Which is him in, like, in a suit and, like, laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I was looking at his beard, too. Like, the beard looks like Rafiki's beard. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could see that. I have to listen to some of him. Yeah. Who do you have for Timon? 
Timon, I think we talked about this last episode, and I think you forgot. I have Nathan Fillion. Ah, yes, Timon. I did forget. <laughs> Nathan Fillion. Oh, that's uh, good. Firefly. Uh, what's the show on TNT? Castle. Yes. Yeah, Castle. I like him. That's in Castle. not on TNT. That's on ABC. He Whatever. also plays Green Lantern a lot in uh, in DC animated movies. Yeah, he's how. Yeah. Um, he's also voice. He's also a voiceover in like video games like Destiny and uh, oh my gosh, and Halo. He's always the snarky one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I love that pick. And listening and listening to it earlier, I kind of wanted to change it. Actually, I do have alternate choices for. Uh, for Timon and Pumbaa in case they decide to go a different route with it. Mm-hmm. But with Nathan Fillion, I think he'll have a... Uh, he'll be versatile with it. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking, you know, Timon, the original Timon is kind of... He kind of has a New York accent. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to change it anyway. So whatever they change it to, Nathan Fillion will be... He'll be able to roll with it yeah like i have faith that he'll be able yeah. to do whatever i want to hear those outtakes. do something unique like mm-hmm. absolutely yeah who do you have for timon i have neil patrick harris oh right that is good yeah i think <laughs> that is good <laughs> so okay really it's the combination of the people so who do you have for pumbaa I have Alan Tudyk as Pumbaa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be good, too. Um, really, what we're saying is Alan Tudyk needs to be in this movie. Make it happen, Disney. Yeah. Um, I. He's your, good, he's your good luck charm. You can't miss. Yeah. You can't miss putting him in this movie. I have Neil Patrick Harris as Timon, and I have Josh Gad from Book of Mormon as Pumbaa. Josh Gad is also the voice of the snowman in... Frozen, yeah, I think they would play off each other very well. I yeah, I, I mentioned at the beginning. I think I have a very comedy-heavy cast, but I also think that these people are so brilliant that they have a lot of versatility that could work. I think Josh Gad in particular is probably kind of brilliant in whatever he does. I think it's fine that these two are com- the comedy-heavy portion yeah. because they are the epitome of the comic relief in this movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because you introduce them right after Mufasa's died. And, I, yeah, I think that they'll be able to improvise off of each other very well. But I don't think they'll call Josh Gad. At least I don't think so because he's in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And it'd be just like uh, Idris Elba... LeFou is also a com- is a comedic character, mm-hmm. and I feel like it would be too much of the same. Yeah. What, uh, who are your backups for Timon and Pumbaa? My backups were, God, I cannot pronounce his name because it's African. But mm-hmm. earlier we said that Hakuna Matata has to be in yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's any song in the movie, it has to be this. And I was thinking the actors who play John Lawrence and Hercules Mulligan from Hamilton. Mm. Anthony Anthony Ramos <laughs> plays uh, John Lawrence. Yeah. And I cannot pronounce the actor who plays uh, Hercules Mulligan. I'm not going to try because I don't want to disrespect this man by getting his name wrong. 
but if they decide to with donald glover if they decide to turn that into like a rap or something mm-hmm. oh. they would be perfect yeah oh yeah i could also have see anthony them. have anthony ramos as timon and um i think obi is what they call him on set um i could also see them have him as pumbaa playing the hyenas yeah, or just get the three of them. Yeah, the them and David Diggs uh-huh. as hyenas. <laughs> they were my, they were also my alternates for hyenas. Yeah. Speaking of hyenas, who <laughs> do you have for Shenzi, Banzai, and Ed? <laughs> okay, so I have Ed is the loopy one, right? Yes, Ed is the one who just laughs. I have Will Ferrell. Okay. Shenzi is like the group leader, right? Yeah, Shenzi is the one who was originally voiced by uh, Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg. Um, I think you could have Whoopi come back. I also think Tina Fey would kill that. Okay. And then I have Dave Chappelle as Bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's no way that this will happen, but I like to think about no. it. I think it's funny. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Also, just think about, like, that would be, so frequently when voiceovers are recorded, the actors won't be in the same place, they won't record on the same day, but occasionally, Mm -hmm. if they request to do so, if they riff off of each other very well, they'll record together, and I feel like being in the same space as those three together would just, like, you'd have to go to the hospital, you just wouldn't be able to breathe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have to cut so much stuff. Yeah. They would have multiple takes on everything. Just hours But of... my only problem yeah. with those three is I think that's a waste of Will Ferrell. Because Ed Ed has I... really no lines. Well, he just laughs the whole time. So here's my thought with it. First of all, I'm not that big a fan of Will Ferrell. But I appreciate that he's very talented. And I think mm-hmm. he can make... I think he can make a lot of minimalist roles... And I trust that he would find some way to take a really minor role and make it brilliant. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Or they could just rewrite the role. Yeah. And give him more to do. Yeah. He could still be, you know. But also, he's like he could he could still be a silent idiot. There's a lot of physical but give comedy. Him more random stuff. That, yeah. And yeah, yeah. and Ed's role, and I think that would work for Will Ferrell as well. Okay. I have for uh for Bonsai uh Andre Royo. Okay. He's from The Wire. He plays a crackhead on The Wire who gets clean. Okay. I'm looking him up now. For for uh Shenzi, I have Danielle Brooks who is Tasty mm. from Orange is the New Black. Okay. Yes. And then as Ed, I have uh D Bradley Baker who is a fantastic voice actor. He is in uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. He plays Olmec. He's also the announce. He was also the announcer on that show. And I'm drawing a blank on other stuff he was in. But mm-hmm. that that part was originally played by Jim Cummings, who is also a voice actor who's done a lot of stuff. And I feel like if you're gonna keep Ed as a silent idiot, mm-hmm. having someone who can emote nonsense yeah i think it'd be best to have a voice like a professional voice actor do that yeah and then danielle brooks is i mean as tasty she's super sassy and 
she could have the pres- the same presence that Whoopi did as Shenzi. Because Shenzi's the leader. Yeah. She's the smart one. Mm-hmm. And like I just like their voices, how what they would bring to the characters. Yeah. That and her is tasty just in general. Like she starts she basically she basically starts the show as not necessarily like comedic relief, but she you know, she wasn't really the mom of the group that she was in until a little later and then even after that she has to grow up a little more because everything's kind of going to shit suddenly and she just like at the end of Latin you know the last season or whatever she basically like spoilers she basically kind of starts a riot sort of Mm -hmm. you know like she she's finally you know fed up and stuff so everybody follows her and it's you know it's fantastic that she's able to do that and so the fact that you know like, you see the different types of acting that she's, like, the different types of roles that she, as, like, that one character, kind of like Sansa, mm-hmm. you know, but better and more versatile, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually get to see a lot of different aspects and stuff like that from that character, from this actress. So, yeah, it's really cool. Hmm. And I think with, especially with the hyenas, with all of these roles, but especially with the hyenas, it's all about chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the three that you picked more so than the three that I picked, they will be able to play off of each other so well because you have comedians mm-hmm. and they, they're they good at improving and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, all these roles are all about um, chemistry. Um, I don't know how he would, like, like, what he could bring to the table. I just like his voice and, I, and his snark in Hamilton can probably really help or whatever, but uh, the dude who is Lafayette, David Diggs. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I feel like he could be a really good bonsai. Yeah, and we were talking about just getting all three of those, uh, Lafayette... Lafayette, Hercules... And, and Hercules Mulligan, get those three actors to be the hyenas, too. Like, they could... Mm-hmm. I feel like, again, they would have such great chemistry. Oh! Who's the guy that plays the king in Hamilton? Oh, what is I his know name? Him. Zazu. He has to be Zazu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look at his name really quick. What is his name? Let's see if I can think of it before you get to it. Uh, Jonathan Not... Groff. Yes, Jonathan Groff. Yes. I think he'd be good. They're going to eat him alive. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, more than Alan Tudyk. Yeah, because Alan Tudyk needs to be in this movie, but he doesn't necessarily need to be Zazu. I think Alan Tudyk could be could do all the roles. <laughs> Let's just, just have, have a one man show Alan of Tudyk. Alan Tudyk doing Lion King. Yep. <laughs> Challenge. Oh man, that'd be great. Well, that's another thing. I hope they expand all of these roles, except for the 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 big three, except for Simba, Mufasa, and Scar. You don't really need anything else from them. Mm-hmm. But with the others, everybody else needs a little bit more could, meat on their role. I could use more from Nana. Scar. I could I could use a Scar movie. Like <laughs> okay. I really I really oh. think it, there could be a good enough backstory. It could just be that he's the second son and spoiled and oh you're talking to the guy who wanted a mufasa scar prequel yeah right like i want to see scar get the scar what was scar's name before he was scar taka which means i think that means scar i'm pretty sure it either means scar or garbage one of those i remember talking about this yes in the in the musical, and I I hope they take some stuff from the musical because in the musical, after Scar becomes king and everything goes to shit, 
he goes insane kind of because nobody likes him and he's trying to figure out why everybody loved Mufasa and why everybody hates him. And besides the obvious reason that there's no food, there's no water, and everything's dying, he arrives at the fact that he needs a queen and subjects to carry on after him. Mm -hmm. And he tries to... Basically, he sexually harasses Nala, Mm -hmm. and when she rejects him, he banishes her from the Pride Land. Oh. And I kind of want to see that in the movie, because it'll give... That won't happen. I don't know. I think it'll give a little bit of... It'll it'll be darker. There'll be that, you know, darker element to the film that you want Yeah, rape makes things real dark real fast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Don't you know. And it'll give Nala and Rafiki a scene because Nala and Rafiki never interact in the entire movie mm-hmm. until, like, the end, kind of. Hmm. Ooh, I wonder if they're going to mention, um, what, Lion King 2 when it's, like, Scar's kid. I still haven't seen Lion King 2. You should watch Lion King 2. It's yes. good. It's mm-hmm. good. It's better than one and a half, in my opinion. But I think I've only seen little bits of that. Oh. I, I hope at least one of our picks get chosen i hope at least caleb mclaughlin gets to be young simba because he's done it before Mm -hmm. it's like when they had uh samantha barks in les mis because she was kazette once Mm -hmm. so that's funny i think it'll be a good idea to get somebody that we picked not that disney is listening to us at all but or knows who they are. are that would be legit hi disney Thanks, Disney. Thanks, guys. We love your stuff. Yes, obviously. Except Home on the Range. What the fuck were you thinking? So uh, that's our fan cast episode. Uh, let us know what you think of our picks. Uh, tell us if we're absolutely wrong or absolutely right. We'll be back next episode to finish up round one. Woo! Finally. Finally. Um, and then I think we're going to do a comparison episode between beauty and the beast the remake and beauty and the beast the original yes you can follow disney versus on facebook at facebook.com slash disney versus and on twitter at disney vs please rate review and subscribe to us on itunes and on google play music give us a five-star review and let us know how we're doing thanks for listening and we will see you guys next episode bye bye, bye. bye.